0: Benedetti hanging out at the KPCA studios here in downtown Petaluma on yet another beautiful summer Sunday afternoon. Uh, Someone should write a song about a Sunday summer afternoon and they should be called The Kinks and it should be a really good song. They already did. It's, uh, It's like a little pop quiz for you guys. That's neither here nor there. Welcome to Benedettiville Small Town Adventures, you guys. I'm really so happy to be here. I'm still glowing from yesterday, and I don't know if you guys were there, I hope some of you were, we got to play our first ever Benedettiville Live show performance extravaganza on stage at the Mystic Theater here in our very own town, and it was the most fun and amazing and spectacular show maybe of all time, and that was thanks to all you guys that came out and supported, and thanks so much to all the people that helped us do it. (sighs) Yeah, I'm still still a little tingly. Still a lot of really warm and fuzzy feelings going on over here. So um, uh, if you guys were there, like, check out Benedettiville.com if you want to know when it's going to happen again. Um, I'm sure that we'll be out and about in no time. Songs and stories for all, puppetry, shenanigans, tomfoolery. Hey, you guys remember um, every week for like the last four or five weeks when I said, uh, I want to be Shell Silverstein? Well, I don't want to be Shel Silverstein anymore. Now I want to be Roald Dahl. But I also still kind of want to be Shel Silverstein. And so what's going to happen is we're going to combine a few of those influences. Uh, and what I'm, we have a new poem today. And this poem is inspired by those two illustrious fellows. So thanks to Roald Dahl. Thanks, Shel Silverstein. Here's The Strawberry Patch by yours truly. There once was a girl a lovely young girl, ever so charming and bright. But she lived with her aunt, her wicked old aunt, an absolute wickedly fright. There wasn't a day, no never a day, that wasn't all dreadfully cruel, with toil and labors, and lashings and toils, and to eat only one bowl of gruel. But our girl was brave. Yes, marvelous, brave, and clever, and hopeful, and strong. And she bided her time with that wicked old aunt who did her such dastardly wrongs. One day in the summer, one beautiful day, a glimpse our young girl did catch, a bright spot of red, bright, beautiful red from the weedy old strawberry patch. So the girl went down, 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 down to the strawberry patch. The path it was winding and thorny and steep, the sun, it was sweltering hot. And the girl, she knew, oh yes, but she knew there'd be punishment if she was caught. But that beautiful red, yes, that great glowing red, it seemed to be calling her name. And so down the path, that treacherous path, to the strawberry patch she came. She pushed away weeds and parted the leaves and gasped at what was revealed, a glowing red berry, a jewel of a berry alone in that weed-ridden field. She looked all about, all around and about, but she was alone in the patch, and so with a trembling, delicate tug, that gorgeous ripe berry she snatched. Yes, the berry it glowed with a warming red glow, oh, that gorgeous ripe berry she snatched, way down, 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 down in the strawberry patch. She gathered that berry right up to her lips, it tasted of summer and hope, and the berry it tingled, oh, magically tingled as it sailed away down her throat. And then something happened, a marvelous thing, a magical marvelous thing, with a feeling like taps in the midst of her back. Our strawberry girl sprouted wings! The wings were bright red, bright beautiful red, and they shone, and they sparkled and shimmered with the light of the summer, and everything bright that had given her young hopes their glimmers. She gave them a flap, a light-testing flap, and she lifted herself off the ground. She flapped a bit more, and more, and then more, then she soared, and she flew all around. Her spirits were high as her high-soaring wings, her happiness glowed with their glow, and she looped and she wheeled and dove, banked and steeled when she spied her cruel aunt far below. That mean aunt was screaming, oh, screeching and screaming and raking her hands through her hair, and calling out curses and furious verses at the red-winged girl in the air. But our lovely young girl, our strawberry girl, paid no heed to screeches or cries. And she flew off in glory, oh, red, shining glory, far off to much happier skies. And that foul ant raved, oh, she stormed and she raged, when in a fit her foot did catch. And oh, how she fell, all tumbling and falling, way down to the strawberry patch. Yes, down the great brambly, winding, steep path. Down, 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 down to the strawberry patch. And isn't it so much the way that it goes, yes, reader, the way of the world, that the very same place where meanness might fall can mean freedom and hope for one girl? Hmm. I like that one. I'm not just saying that because I wrote it. Like Sometimes you write them and you think it's it's good. That one I really like. There's the strawberry patch. And uh, Stella and our neighbor Maya were very astute today and they came into the office and they're like, hey, we deciphered, we are investigators, we are poetry and inspiration investigators, and we discovered where it came from. You stole James and the Giant Peach from Roald Dahl. And I said, yes, I did. And then you stole some poetry shenanigans from Shell Silverstein, and I said, yes, I did. One day, ladies and gentlemen, Roald Dahl, Shell Silverstein, and me, and we'll all hang out together and we'll read each other poetry <laughs> or something. I don't know. Oh, I'm getting the blinking light that says we got to play something from our sponsors. So, without further ado, a word from one of our lovely Bill sponsors. So, I'm newest member of the Average Superhero
1: League. And I'm committed to helping good people of Sonoma County with my average superhero power. You see, i find books. So, I don't have to a it or anything. I don't really have to look at that. things am in pain with other people's hands. If you were curious, okay. I don't deal with missing legal events. That's like a whole different ballgame. But, if you lose your wedding ring at the beach, don't panic. Call me! I can find you. Now, don't I call me a week later or something. Because, things can't be stick around. Other countries' landscape and that makes it difficult to locate the lost item. Why? But...
0: a lot of need for the fantastic finder over at our house i don't know how you guys do it but uh definitely over here we need that all the time um so thank you ash legion of sonoma county and thanks so much for popping over to the show uh yesterday at the mystic we always appreciate our wonderful and uh very generous sponsors um speaking of the show Uh, Rocco and Blue were at the show and Rocco and Blue had uh, a lot to say about it and they wanted to talk to some of the people that came and we had a crew of gals um, in the Benedettiville studios to talk to Rocco and Blue and we have some of that recording for you now so I'm going to go ahead and play it. Take it away, Rocco.
2: I'm so tired. Whoa. Hey, what's going on, Benedettiville? Rocco Blastor is here and uh, if you don't know... We did a show yesterday. Probably the greatest show of all time. I mean, like, literally of all time. Um, Puppet lands, human lands, or anything. And I am here uh, in the Benedettiville studios with three amazing gals who were at the show and even participated in the show. And um, I'm so exhausted. That show took a lot out of me. I was just, like, rocking out and dancing and stuff. And uh, I just wanted to check in with these ladies and see what they thought, like how it went. So well, let's start with some introductions. You over there, what is your name?
3: My name is Jeveni.
2: Hi Jeveni, how's it going?
3: Good.
2: You having a good morning?
3: Mm, yes.
2: Right on. And uh, and you, young lady, what is your name? Eliana. Hi, Eliana. Hey, Hi. Eliana.
3: Hi. Yes. What's
2: your favorite musical instrument?
3: Ukulele and piano.
2: Yes, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, I like both of those.
3: Uh, the IRB. correct
2: answer was electric bass, but you know what? We're still cool, right?
3: Yeah, that's yeah. cool, too. Yeah, yeah, cool. They're there. Hello, Rocco.
2: Yeah. We live together, so, like, yes, we know so each other you. pretty well.
3: Yeah.
2: What's your name, though, for the lovely people on the radio?
3: <laughs> Stella. Hi,
2: Stella. So have you noticed that Jeffany is stroking my beautiful golden mm-hmm. hair?
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I it's so beautiful. It is so He's soft, isn't hair. it? I know. Uh,
2: well, um, hey guys. I
3: shall I- tell you my favorite music, Like a
2: lion. Yeah, well, like, how about that show yesterday, right?
3: Um, I'll tell you my favorite music instrument,
2: okay? Okay, wait, Stella. <laughs> <laughs> favorite musical instrument?
3: Mm, I have a few. I like piano, ukulele, and electric bass.
2: We're adding electric bass to the mix. And Jeponi, I didn't ask you that question, but if you'd like to answer it, be my guest.
3: Ukulele, violin, piano, and a, um and a drum.
2: You know what? When you said ukulele, violin, that sounded like the coolest like lyric to a song ever. Like the if we did a beat like violin. <laughs> ukulele, <laughs> violin.
3: Violin.
4: <laughs> ukulele,
3: violin, <laughs> ukulele, violin. <laughs>
2: You like already wrote a song, you didn't even know it. <laughs> that was pretty cool. I okay.
3: don't know. Yeah, you well. can change words into songs rock up. Yeah,
2: anybody can really. Like there yeah. no. free people in that
3: picture?
2: Uh you know, that's a good question, but not totally relevant to what I want to talk about. So I'm gonna ask you a question instead. I'm How about like that? Good Jeveny. Did you like the show yesterday?
3: Yes.
0: What did you like about the show yesterday?
3: I like
2: when he said you get, um you um gotta be a kid. Oh yeah, you've got what it takes to be, be a kid. kid. <laughs> yeah, that guy was so cool. That's our new buddy Mike Furman. Isn't he amazing?
3: Okay. What do you
2: think of this amazing part with the chickens and the ducks and the uh monkeys? I don't really like
3: it. So, and then the goose at the end the elevator, all duck, 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 I've never laughed
2: so hard in my entire life. Me too. My yeah.
3: favorite, favorite part is when he his son. He says, don't press that button. It'll turn the whole song off. It'll really nice <laughs> like, Don't press that button. It'll turn the whole song off.
2: <laughs> it was pretty awesome, man. That guy was great. I'm really glad we got to hang out with Mike.
3: I liked how um how uh other people went on stage too. Like Mike went on stage and yeah, all the other kids went on stage. That was fun too. That was great. To and see other people. Yeah, to
2: see like a bunch of people up there participating. Hey, Jeannine, yeah. you had a, like a kind of a starring role on the stage. You want to tell people on the radio like what you did to like help save the day? I think Geo was suffering from something. So, Do you remember what was going on there?
3: Yeah, the Boredom Goblin shut up. It oh. was, had to pick out Gemini, because I know she's a very creative little girl.
2: Yep, there so you we go. Picked
3: her and another girl named Chloe. Chloe, and right. And then, like, was
2: Yeah, and then, like, they made, they like like
3: made the up the and and a game with a cup and a ball. Right, yeah, yeah, the cup and so the ball came so and cool. Then, and then, but we had to put Geo in the game to make him not bored anymore, right. so he yeah. timed and us. And
2: he was super bored, right? He oh, yeah, was just like, s- sitting around like a
3: He ruined the whole much. That's kind of what he
2: does, though. He and me and Emmy had to wake him up I mean, and
3: tell me. him Don't me. fall asleep! Right. And, <laughs> then, and then, so you have to throw the ball
2: in the cup. Yeah. And Jeb, and then did you do it? Could you do
3: it? Yeah, we... Did you hold
2: the ball or the cup?
3: I hold in the
2: ball. Well, and you like threw it in the cup? Yeah. How many times?
3: I don't know, what you? You know like, you three, four, three, four, 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 like, that, four, three. um, I missed a couple times, fine. the last time I did it, when we were doing the radio show on the stage, oh, yeah. we, I made it every time with Eliana,
2: whoa, Uh, you're like still playing that game. um,
3: When we did it before the actual performance, we did it back. So we went closer. Good job. Yeah, so so, she still made it. Behind the
2: scenes there. Yeah, well, I think you got some serious ball and cup skills there, Jeff. And hey, uh, Gio's not here right now, but if he was, he would say, that's kind of his voice, right? I think I can do Gio's
4: voice.
2: Thank you for saving me from the point of goblins. Right? That's like basically exactly how he
3: talks. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, i I a real good geo. Yeah, that's a real good
2: Yeah, yeah. No one can tell. Like I can Where's like blue? call in for pizza and say I'm geo and go, Oh, I like a pizza and you're like, Oh, hey, Gio, you're calling, cool. You know. Where's I,
3: blue? oh
2: well, blue's over there. So, yeah, you know, Blue crushed it at the show. Did you guys see Blue and hang out with him? I
3: think he's waking up. Okay,
2: let me go get him. Hold on a second. Uh hey, well thanks for talking to me, gals. We'll Stella, Eliana, Gemini. Okay, one last touch of the hair. Okay,
3: that's I'm it. Okay, that's it. That's it.
2: Whoa, whoa, the hair.
3: Whoa,
2: I'm going. I'm going to go rock out some things. Wait, I'm all inspired get, after this. Get blue. But I'm going to get blue. Don't worry. Hang out to think about and talk about amongst yourselves. What was your favorite blue moment? So that when he comes out, he can come hang with you.
0: Okay. Oh my goodness. Okay, so there's there's Rocco. And there's the kids. We're gonna we're gonna try and get an interview with Blue later with that whole crew. And but you guys just heard us mention Mike Furman, right? Well, that guy is totally spectacular and amazing. And you should hear this song that he played because it's ridiculous. And I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, I enjoyed it so much that I had to go on the stage and I was supposed to do something, but I couldn't because I was laughing too hard. So here is a song called Chicken Monkey Duck by Mike Furman. Enjoy. Uh so while that was happening, you guys, just so you have an idea, while that was happening, there was a video playing, and every time he said monk, monkey, or chicken, or duck, that's what was appearing on the screen behind him, and it was so lightning fast. It was like some kind of superhuman memory feat, and then when he said goose, there was a picture of goose from Top Gun, and I lost it every time. He did it twice. He even did it a sound check. It was still hilarious. All right, well, you guys, I got to step out to, to go use the restroom, but luckily Rocco's here to kind of hold things down for me. I'm just going to do a brief introduction here um, because uh, we have a very special guest in the studio with us today, and I'm very, very pleased about it. There is a man, a myth, a legend among those who want to learn how to play music, specifically some guitar. And his name is Marty Schwartz. He is a champion of imagination and creativity, the likes of which, folks, you may never meet again in your lifetime. And we're honored that he has swung by the studios. I'm so honored, actually, that I have to leave to go to the bathroom. I got a little bit too excited. And uh, luckily, Rocco's here to uh, to hold down the fort and conduct the interview. So, um, Marty, thanks so much for coming by. Can you hear yourself in the headphones and everything?
4: Hey! What's up, you guys?
3: It's all working. Everything's
0: working. Okay, well, again, i got to step out. Um, Hey, Marty, I'd like you to meet my buddy Blue, and uh, I think you guys—or not Blue, I'm sorry. This is Rocco, and I hope you guys—I um, hope you get along. I think you guys will get along. You're both musicians.
5: Well, Rocco, I've heard a lot of stories about him. Uh, he's a pretty uh, epic artist. Cool. So, well, cool. uh, listeners, did you hear that? Marty Schultz
2: has <laughs> called me, uh, uh, like, legendary— uh, I'm, I'm swinging over here on my microphone,
5: and you know it, the rumor is out that I'm looking for a new bass player. So yeah, I hear the guy who's got little, little bit of a hack, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you try and keep him in line, right? Yeah. Well, um, I'm only saying that as a joke
2: because there's a really fantastic fellow named uh, Brian Rashap, and he's here. I see him out the window. That was like a little
5: dig. Oh yeah. Musician joke. You well, know what I'm saying. Well, it is a little competitive. I mean, we like to support each other, but but it's also you know we're we're you know we're trying to just do the best we can do absolutely dude well i'm so stoked you came by marty i can't tell you how honored i am that you're here and
0: i have some questions for you. i'd love to ask but first for benedettiville listeners and like just the greater petaluma area can you just tell people what it is that you do
5: and how you do it Sure, man. Sure, yeah. and dude, you're you're looking awesome today too. The the your uh, golden hair—it's shining in the light, like yeah. no matter where I go. <laughs> Look at that. I'm loving yeah. it, man. Oh, thank you. I'm loving it. It. And we both have blue <laughs> eyes, so I'm gazing deeply <laughs> into them now, Martin. Uh, well, what I do is I I make uh, guitar lesson videos. Yeah. Um, all different kinds of styles and abilities. I make the videos and I put it up on YouTube, so then people can later watch them at their own uh, leisure, yeah. and learn how to play guitar. And it's it feels so good to be able to help uh, people play. Now, you mentor musicians, right? Yeah, I mean, I mentor mainly, like, puppet musicians,
0: so it's, like, slightly different because all the lessons are a little bit based on uh, making music with no hands or feet or fingers, you know? Right arm. It's, you know, kind of a specialized skill, but I'm working my way into, like, some human land style stuff, you know what I mean? Right arm.
2: Right arm. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, you know, um, I think uh, the thing that's amazing,
0: Marty, about what you do is that you're not just teaching, like, a guy in a room or even, like, people in California or the United States. You are worldwide, man. If there's somebody who can get on the Internet, they can learn guitar from you.
5: It's oh, cool. It is pretty amazing, uh, and thank you for even paying attention to that, Well Rocco. Like, have
0: you ever had an experience where, like, someone from a different country has like sent you a message or or
5: left you a comment or something? Yeah, I mean, I'm still waiting for intergalactic connection. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, but yes, I've heard from people all over the world. The coolest is when I hear from someplace where I don't think about uh, rock and roll or Western music, like hear from people in, uh, in India uh, and they're getting super into rock and roll and blues guitar in China. They're really into country and Western music. That's so cool, man. And I think it's because of the internet. I think that, yeah, exactly, man.
2: The internet has broken down a lot of that stuff. And, uh, and you've taken just such a sweet
0: advantage of that in a way that is giving so much to so many people, man. Thanks, man. And you, you give a lot too. Well, you know, we all do what we can, and it's just cool when musicians are, like, out there. Doing the p- can I ask you a question about teaching?
5: Yes, please. Hey, can anyone learn how to play guitar, Marty? Anyone can learn guitar. I hear from people. It's usually older people. Kids don't usually say this, but right. I always see older people. They've they've put up a little barrier in their mind, and all it is is their mind. Right. They say, oh, I could never play a mus- a musical instrument. Or the other thing I hear all the time is... I have no musical ability. No. Yes. And oh. I say, you know what? That's just what you're telling yourself. You just got to take, literally learn one note. Anyone can learn one note. That's right? so true. What song can
0: you play with one note,
5: Marty? Uh, the one note bossa.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth, man. If bossa's always
0: going to be cool. You can just hang out by a pool with that little puña
5: colada, and you're like, Man, that's a career. Yeah, can I flip the the script here and ask you a question, dude? You'd by all means. You can't, you kind of sound like where I'm from, bro. Like I grew up in Orange County, California, man.
4: Dude, no way, Orange <laughs> County.
0: Like there's a place very similar, I imagine, uh, in the puppet lands. It's not called Orange County. Uh, <laughs> I can't really pronounce it in uh, in your language, okay, sorry. But uh, yeah, do, does everybody play bass in Orange County? Uh, punk punk bass. Punk Punk bass, yeah. Yeah. I have a firm appreciation for the punk bass playing, dude. Um, you know, I was going through a lot of your videos. Like, I was scrolling and scrolling, and then I scrolled and scrolled. I spent about 15
2: days just scrolling through videos, dude. Wow. You've made... Your body of
5: work is so... immense, man. How many videos do you do every year? Well, I've been making... I was teaching a lot of guitar and playing, uh... Playing as a guitar player and gigging and playing in bands and stuff, and then I started making videos about ten years ago. No. And in that ten years, I've probably made somewhere between three and four thousand videos. No. no,
3: you just said three or four thousand. I was waiting for 100, and I was still gonna be impressed. Uh, thank I'm, you.
5: I wish my eyes could get wider, but they're, they're kind of still like this, bro. <laughs> it's cool, you know. You know how it is as a musician, we keep weird hours sometimes. I totally understand, but, uh, well, thank you for that body of work. That's incredible. You know, I
0: was going through it, and just to give people an example of, like, hey, maybe you want to learn guitar. You can literally learn anything from Marty Schwartz. like right next to the learning how to play Goodnight Irene, that sweet and so beautiful old folk hey, man. The one right next to it is learning how to play. Uh, really, you guys, the machine,
5: you uh, know, like just bang the head and <laughs> break the walls down and scare your parents, rock and roll. I, uh, it's fun, you know. I love, I love all kinds of music. I know you do too. Now, something that you could do, I know you're more focused on, um, puppet puppets and puppet yeah, land. Yeah, true. But one of the greatest guitar, well, the greatest guitar player of all time played with his mouth and his teeth, man. Hendrix, bro. That's
0: so true, Marty. I feel like I have just really overlooked an entire technique. I so, know. So. Where's the video on how to play with your teeth?
5: Uh, I'm that one's coming out next week. Dude, I'll, I'll send you a direct link.
0: I really think. Now I'm not. This is not
5: a joke. This is my most serious voice. You gotta make that video, dude. We're doing it. Oh, we're doing it. Oh, but on top of that, once it comes out, I hereby officially invite you. To come on uh, my channel, and we'll we'll work something out together.
2: Don't don't mess with me, Marty. Don't do that to
5: me. You don't build me up just to let me down, Buttercup, baby. Hey, do you see? Do you see that guy behind me in the suit? Yeah, that's management. He he gave me the thumbs up. He did. Good, okay, well, uh, I've got a uh, bunch of guys in suits out there,
2: too,
0: and they can maybe talk to each other and work it out.
2: Yeah,
5: let the suits talk. Yeah.
2: Marty, thanks uh-huh. so much, man.
0: I'd love to work with you in any capacity whatsoever. Dude, I can't wait, bro. I have just a few more questions yeah, for you. Yeah, I've
5: got plenty of time.
0: Check this out. Okay. Uh, one of the videos you made, 10 best Metallica songs.
5: <laughs> okay. Yes. I'm a little hurt that you kept the list of 10, bro. How did you do that? You know, it's just one of those things. You don't want to break the internet for everyone else. uh, You are generous to a fault, sir. I really
0: appreciate that. I can't believe it. Um, uh, Do you have, I mean, so, you know, we're, we're sometimes, you could say there's maybe a bit of a rivalry. Guitar player, bass player over here. True. Right? But we have to work together in order for the music to work.
5: Am I right? It's so true. And, you know, the... The bass players, they don't get as much credit sometimes. Right. And I do feel your pain on that one. Thank you Be- very much. Because you got to know, uh, as soon as there's no bass, the whole band... The whole music drops out.
2: Yeah. And, uh,
0: you know, that is uh, the sad, sad truth. But, um, you know, as soon as the guitar drops out, then all of a sudden that beautiful melody has gone, and we really need each other.
5: That's true. But let me talk okay. about bass for a second. Yes, please. Uh, as I, you know, I teach a lot of people, and I tell them this. And, I mean, believe me, I'm, I play more guitar than bass, but I tell people, guitar is great. But if you want to be in a band, yeah. play Bass. Dude. Because everyone will want you because everyone's playing guitar. Yep, that is absolutely
0: true. And then what I tell my bass students is, Hey man, if you want to get a real vibe for like how music works and the harmony of things and if you want to be a cool friend that can bring something down to the
5: campfire, learn how to play guitar, bro. Totally.
0: Yeah, get totally. both sides.
5: Both sides, man, but the, the bass uh well I like to go Bass that's 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 what I like to. <laughs> I love it, dude. You don't do that with guitar. No one says guitar. No, well, No more. But if you go,
3: Boo
5: boom, drop a bass bomb. Oh, it's so beautiful. Yeah, it's it's the most important. Hey, instrument i agree
2: dude do you have any uh, favorite bass player i mean brian's still out there so like you can say brian but then after
5: brian do you have any other favorite bass players yeah we got brian out of the way uh yeah. well there's a local band here uh called uh brothers pomatose I've heard of those they, uh, i think they play i mean they they play like a rootsy a little uh, bluegrass but songwriting yeah very quality There's a bass player in that band that's just a really creative guy named Gio. I like him a lot. Dude, I know Gio. You do? Yeah. no, get out of here. He, like, bumped into you on his... He was running to the bathroom. I don't know if you saw that, but, like... He's, he's like, you know, he's oh, cool. yeah, the, that's how it this came together. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah, I, I, I forgot. was I, more excited to meet you, but don't tell him when he comes back. Dude, I, I keep it all to myself. he He's a sensitive little guy, you know? I've noticed. Yeah. and uh, But, you know, I, I give him a lot of tips. He's really coming along, man. You know, Good. Boy, yeah. you know we both like to mentor the up-and-comers. Yeah, know? it's important. It's yeah, really important. I agree. But uh, let's see, another bass player, um Sting. Sting. That's so cool, dude, because, you know, a lot of people love his music, and I bet a lot of people don't even know that he is the dude holding down the bass line. And you guys have similar haircuts. That's why I like singing For sure. And then uh, Paul McCartney from the Beatles. He's phenomenal. Uh, anytime you could actually sing someone's bass line, but it still fits so perfectly for the song, I mean, yeah. what's better than that?
2: Uh well that and uh while you're singing you've got a lovely
0: cup of uh coffee next to you, baby. That that's a good
5: that's a good that's
0: one. Really all I got. <laughs> Marty, I just have like one little game I was wondering if you could play before we gotta go and move on to the next thing. Are you down to play like just it's like word association. I'll say something and then you So that people can
5: really truly know what's going on for Mari Schwartz in the noggin. Yeah, Uh, I'll I'll give it my best. Okay, cool. I got a list here. Let me just hold it up here. Uh, I just say a word right back. Yeah, or like you know,
0: maybe a sentence. But like, just what? What does it make you think of? Okay, Uh, are you ready? I'm
5: gonna try. Funk. The Meters. Okay. Breakfast. Burrito. Groove. Funk. I feel like we are connecting. <laughs> do you feel that, man? I'm feeling it big yeah. time. I do not mean to break the in there. There's some mojo in the air. Yeah,
0: okay. I'm going to keep going here. Uh, epic.
5: Universe. Spaghetti. Parmigiana Reggiano. Wizard. Sabbath. Mountain. Leslie West. School. Of Rock. Epic Shreddy Guitar Solo. Oh, uh, epic. Wait, Say it one more time. Epic shreddy guitar solo, Randy Rudd.
0: Dude, uh, this is like not scored, but if it was, you'd <laughs> have like a million
5: percent, dude. Thanks, bro.
0: Yeah, hey, Marty, I can't tell you how much I'm just grateful and thankful that you popped by to talk to me today. Uh, I'm sure all the people who've been at Daddyville really appreciate it, and
5: I hope that. Um, we really can, like hang out another time, you know. I really hope so. And and like these guys are still nodding yes that we're, we can make a video sometime. Yeah, okay, dude. The soup, the teeth out, the teeth, uh, the playing with your mouth. I'll do it all, dude. <laughs> right. I'll watch your tutorial, and then mm-hmm. once I figure it out, dude, I'm good to go. It's done.
0: It's done. Well, uh In the books. I'm going to hand it back over to, to Gio here. And,
5: oh, yeah. Oh, right. Joe. And,
0: yeah. You know. He's, he's still around. He's <laughs> taken. And I just want to say,
5: thanks. And you is there... Wait a minute. You're here for, like, something local, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to the Phoenix... Uh, school of music? Have you heard of that? Uh, dude, dude, i talked to Tom. Tom's one of my favorite guys in the area. I love Tom. Yeah, so uh, a few months back, I, I played a, a little show at the Mystic Theater in town. Yeah. And Tom introduced himself to me and said he was hoping that I could come by the school sometime. So that's what I'm here for. I'm going to hang out with some guitar students, we're going to have some jam sessions. I mean, I don't know when your show ends, but if there's any way you could uh, drop a couple low notes, dude. Uh, I mean, it's up to you. I mean, we're we're helping with the students, you know. It's educ it's about education, and that's going to be
0: right down at the Phoenix Theater today. Is that right?
5: That is correct, in Mundo.
0: Right around like four thirty-five. What time? Do you know? Yeah, yeah,
5: uh, four thirty or five. Correct. That's in so
0: great. People go down to the Phoenix, meet this guy, like so absorb the music magic that just comes out of him. It's pretty incredible. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Marty, uh, we're going to move on to, like, probably a word from sponsors or something boring. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, radio listeners. You know, I'm just a slave to the system over here is how it
2: works. (laughs) But uh, I just want to say thanks again. I hope you have a wonderful time here in Petaluma, and we'll see each other again. Hang loose, brother. Take care, dude. All right.
0: Goblins got you down again? Did
1: that pesky house frighten out your keys?
0: Ghosts and ghouls haunting your local abandoned buildings after dark?
1: Well then come on down to Fenwick's Magic Emporium.
0: We have all the freshest ingredients for your potions.
1: The finest wands and staff.
0: You need a crystal ball, we say. What color, what size, and how many?
2: We know that most supermarkets don't sell the quality of powdered dragon's teeth that we do.
0: We know how hard it is for your local bookstore to have the most up-to-date tomes of powerful and ancient sorcery.
1: Don't settle for second, best. Come down to Fenwick's Magic Emporium, where we
4: bring the magic to you, literally.
0: Remember the directions. Two blinks, past the fourth light post, turn around, say the charm of opening, and press the fourth stone from the corner. You can't miss it.
4: Magic Emporium.
3: Come in. Hey, Dad. Hey, Milo, I was just tuning this new triangle. Hey, what's wrong? Why do you look sad? Well, I just don't think I got what it takes to be a kid. What? Come, Let me tell you, You got what it takes to be a kid. Can I
4: hit
0: the triangle? Sure. Um, man, so that was a really long trip to the bathroom, which I apologize for. But, uh, you know, sometimes uh, bass players get really excited when cool guitar player shows. I don't know how to, else to explain it. But uh, Marty's gone. Uh, Rocco had to head out. And now we're back. We're back to Benedettiville. And that was another Mike Furman song.
3: You, that guy is...
0: You guys, let's all make friends with Mike Furman. Let's all go hang out and just bother him until he starts singing songs and tells jokes to us. Because I think that would be a pretty cool way to get through life. I know, I know. You hear the music and you're like, "Geo, yeah, that's the story music. Stop talking and tell the story. And I will, because if I don't, I know what's going to happen. I, and you guys know what will happen also. What's going to happen is, all of a sudden the story police will descend on me for not continuing the story. Well, fear not, wonderful listeners of Benedettiville, because I'm ready to continue the saga of Chevrolet Glitterwing. And um, just to bring you guys up to speed, or maybe if you're listening and you didn't hear the other parts, here's what's going on. There's a gal. Her name is Chevrolet Glitterwing. She is a half fairy. But she lived in a town called Grimsford where nobody even knows that magic exists, as is common in many Towns, cities, places in this world. Now, Chevrolet Glitterwing runs a magical investigation team. Uh, actually, really, it's just her. But now she's got this guy Magnus, and she started investigating his closet where there were weird noises coming from. Well, they found a magic door. It led to Fairyland. They found a closet clump that had been eating Magnus's sneakers and belts. They all made friends. And then, last week, we found out that the chef and the nanny... At Magnus's giant house, the Brinley Estate, were up to absolutely no good and had built a dark magic laboratory in the Brimley Estate's kitchen. They weren't sure what was going on. They did some research. They went back to Chevrolet Glitterwing's place, read some books, took some notes, and then had delicious pasta. And that is where we left them at the end of last week. So let's pick up our story there and get back into the story of Chevrolet Glitterwing. After dinner, the three of them, Gus, Magnus, and Chevrolet, full and happy, piled into Gus's old truck and drove Magnus back to his house. Chevrolet had given him an enchanted blueberry that she had made for the next morning. To continue their investigation, they had decided they would need to skip school. They only had three days after all. The blueberry would make Magnus's skin look clammy and his forehead feel very warm. It would also make a thermometer register a fever of 100 degrees. Of course, he would feel just fine. The plan was to meet up at Magnus's front gate at 8 a.m. just after Magnus's parents had left. Being driven to the office by Mug, that was the driver for Magnus's parents. He was a huge, square-shouldered, long-armed driver, and he always took them to and from their offices. So, after The parents and Mug had left. They would go find Sneaker and see if Sneaker, the little closet clump, could answer any questions about what had been happening through the magical gate. Gus's old truck pulled up to the gate at the top of the hill, the gates to the Brindley estate. Magnus thanked Gus again for the delicious food. Anytime, skinny one, you should uh, eat Gus's parts every night and grow big and strong, the big man replied. Magnus stepped out of the van, waved, and walked up the long driveway back to his house. He could see that, even though it was pretty late, Mug had still not come back with the car, which meant that his mom and dad were also not home, still at the office. He was very nervous going back into that big house alone, but he reminded himself that the cook and the nanny had no reason to expect anything suspicious from the quiet, shy kid in the house. And, remember, he still had that magic pebble, the one that could create a smell that would stop a charging Wendigo. So Magnus felt better and he rubbed the stone with his thumb as he wound his way to the bedroom. Once inside, he closed and locked the door. Sneaker, you in here, buddy? I brought a fresh purse from the junkyard for you to eat. Taste the old leather,
4: bud. Sneaker, you there?
0: There was a rustle from under his bed, and Sneaker popped out, happy to see the leather purse and Magnus both. They snuggled down in bed. Magnus tucked himself in, read a few comic books, and finally turned out the light. He slept very poorly, waking up from dreams and looking around his room often, the warm, softly snoring, furry body of Sneaker helped him relax, and he finally did get a bit of much-needed rest. When the alarm went off the next morning, Sneaker snuck under the bed to wait until Magnus's mom had finished her morning routine in Magnus' room. Magnus popped the blueberry into his mouth and ate it. It was delicious. As usual, his mother bustled into the room with a cup of coffee in one hand, yelling into the phone with her other hand, Listen up, Dave! Tell that family that we're demolishing their house and the farm, too! Well, well, I don't know, a hotel? Just tell, tell them. Oh, wait, 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 hold on. She kissed Magnus on the head. Good morning, Maggie, she said, he- heading immediately over to the closet to pick out Magnus's clothes. Dave, 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 listen, listen. Get rid of those farmers. The building needs to start in two days, and that hill needs to be clear. Mom, called Magnus from the bed. Mom, I don't feel so good. Ah, hold on, Dave, Magnus's mother said into the phone.
4: What is
2: that, Maggie? Is you a little bit sick?
0: For some reason that Magnus could not quite understand, his mother still talked to him like he was a small puppy. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm sick. I shouldn't go to school, Magnus said, hoping a blueberry was in effect. Okay, sure thing. Just get dressed and don't be late, his mom said, focusing on the clothes in the closet, trying to match a new v-neck to a new flannel. "Uh, Mom, Mom, I'm sick. I shouldn't go to school, so I I won't need to be early or late. Okay, honey, then just get dressed and take the day off. I'm going to be at the office. Feel better, Snookums. She, um, she blew a kiss tossed the clothes on the bed and jumped back on the phone yelling to Dave as she closed the door and walked out don't you want to feel my forehead
3: don't I look clammy
0: Magnus called to the closed door <sighs> he sighed you can come out now Sneaker Sneaker jumped on the bed he had one of Magnus's action hero toys in his mouth and was happily gnawing away Magnus got dressed went downstairs for breakfast still no sign of Jervis the cook but breakfast was there as usual. He ate quickly, checked the clock, and was out at the gate, waiting for the five minutes to spare. Chevrolet was right on time. She gave Magnus a big high five, parked her bizarre bike, and they raced upstairs. Magnus hadn't been back to Fairyland for two days. The idea of going back was more than exciting. It was the only thing he had thought about all night and morning. They met up with Sneaker in the room, opened the closet, and, holding hands tightly, stepped through the door. The rush of wind, water, air, magic didn't bother Magnus so much this time, and his eyes opened again to the breathtaking view from the clifftop, this time in the early morning. Pale yellow and gold light poured over the forest, shining on mists rising through the trees far, far below their ledge. The towers of the distant city glimmered and sparkled with the ripples of the river. The mountains were a pale purple-gray in the distance. The air smelled sweet and sharp, still a bit cold because of the early morning hour, and it... "'Filled Magnus with vim and vigor. "'Chevrolet turned to Sneaker and spoke to him "'in the windy, floaty song language that he had heard before. "'Sneaker nodded vigorously, let out a few sharp "'Yup, yip, yip, yup, yup, and started to scamper up "'a very rough trail that was undetectable to the eyes of the children. "'He turned around, pointed far above them with his front claw, "'yapped again, and scrambled further up the trail. "'Chevrolet and Magnus, looked at the tiny trail on the edge of the towering cliff the steep climb and the even steeper drop chevrolet started up the trail she looked over her shoulder and called down it's it's not so bad once you get on the trail magnus It's, it's actually pretty wide well magnus wasn't so sure but he was filled with the magic of fairyland and worried as he was he was also pretty sure that he could do anything he scrambled up the trail after chevrolet they climbed and they climbed and they climbed At times, there were rough stairs carved into the cliffside. At times, they had to hold hands and scooch along narrow ledges. At other times, they were crawling through tunnels, always guided by the yaps and the encouraging growls of Sneaker. They climbed and climbed, finally, heading into one more very long and dark tunnel that swept up and up and up. Just when Magnus was pretty sure that he was lost in a giant mountain, he felt the breeze rustle against his cheek, and bright white sunlight shone in his eyes. Sneaker, Chevrolet, and Magnus crawled out of the tunnel, And there they were, on top of the world. In all directions, the realm of fairyland stretched out to the edge of what their eyes could see. Cities, forests, mountains, fields, clouds. They were on top of the entire world. Chevrolet looked around them. It was a clearing, all of stone. Large stone fingers reached out of the crest of the mountaintop, creating a rough stone pillar, circle, all around the clearing. In the middle of the clearing was a black stone block. In the middle of the black stone block was a large staff, the large black jewel at its tip pointing towards the sky. Sneaker was yapping and pawing all around the base of the black stone, pointing, whining, and yipping. Well, we found it, Chevrolet said, slowly approaching the stone and the staff. Whatever it is that Jervis and Egret and Mug and the three days are all about, I'm pretty sure that we found it. And we will pause right there in our story, oh my goodness, Staffs, stone circles on the tops of mountains in fairyland. This is the kind of stuff I love. I hope you guys are enjoying it as well. Um, we are going to take a trip back to see if those kids in blue have had any luck in their interview. We might not be able to hear the whole thing, but I bet we can hear a little bit about it. Let's see what's going on.
3: blue Mom? well, I have to say just. For my mom, that the puppets were her favorite, that, who was, that uh, the puppets,
6: yeah, they did a really good job. Yeah, I couldn't help, but, uh, no. What was kind
3: of my favorite puppet?
6: Somebody said, uh, the puppets were the favorite part, right?
3: We yeah,
6: I know. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to brag or nothing, but, like, I'm also my favorite part. Excuse me, Blue.
3: Yeah,
6: what's
3: going Can on? I touch your... Yeah.
6: That's That's very is gentle soft. with the soul patch. Very gentle with the soul patch.
3: Can
6: I see your soul patch? Yeah, there it is. Nice right. Hey, I hope you guys learned something yesterday. I know it was fun, and there was, like, lots of games and stuff, but the most important thing you could go away with after that show was, well, I guess, really Oh, well, I guess
3: Blue is my
6: favorite. Oh, well, yeah, that's real important, too. But that's, <laughs> I'm pretty, I, that's not Rocco. true. That's not too important. Rocco and I are still buddies. I think two important things now. All right, Jeffy, you know a lot more about Trolls now, I hope. Hmm. You know what to do if a troll shows up, right?
3: Uh, you um put light into the yeah, like yeah, yeah, and make them blind. Sunshine will turn the like stone. And gl- will yeah. make it stone blind yeah. or they'll disappear. Yeah,
6: you remember something that they really like if you ever need to distract a yeah. troll.
3: They like slug sandwiches yeah. and... Uh,
6: they love pastries. They,
3: they love not just croissants, but pastries. Yeah, all okay. So here's least, a tip. So that's how you can distract them. You can distract yeah. them. If this song's not out, you can give yeah, them. And marmalade, oh, yeah, marmalade. Or marmalade, juice, cold,
6: bacon. Yeah, but I really
3: want to. Yeah, and then and then I, I really want to help you. with. Oh
6: well, yeah, well, hey, listen up. No. Um, okay. Here's a cool thing, and this is for kids on the radio do. tell your parents, because trolls can get real distracted if you have uh, real tasty pastries on you. So here's what you gotta do: tell your parents, you're always gonna need like one or three or nine donuts in your pockets, you know, to just walk around with in case a troll shows up. And then, you know those
3: sandwiches. I mean? But
6: yeah, well, but.
3: But, but then if the sun's already out, yeah. then you could just eat them
6: yourself. Yeah, maybe you'll just have to eat one, you know what yeah. I mean? And, like, maybe share one with Blue, you know?
3: Yeah. Just saying.
6: It's a good idea. If I, right? ten, I would share
3: five, with Blue, five
6: with Blue, Yeah, that's yeah. a great idea, too.
3: Well, you is. know what
6: I really liked? I really liked uh, that part when uh, it was a little bit dangerous, but that part when um, I think somebody threw an idea into Jen's mouth. Oh. That was yeah. crazy. I was real worried they, about her. And then yeah. it
3: came out. But she yes, got he, it out. Was, he, yeah,
6: Yeah, and then mm-hmm. they started that story. That was a that was, that was a real idea. fun.
3: That was that was a
6: good idea though. Yeah. Well Jim's all full of good ideas. She's uh, one of the champions of Benedetti building, you know. She's cool. Hey uh, Stella. Any other brat moments from the show you want to share with anybody?
3: Well, yeah, when like when were saying <laughs> Oh no, it's a you dog! Know, like, oh, that dog always tries to chew on puppets.
6: I get that know, dog out of here! Hey, love, Amy, Amy, Leah, get that dog out, please. I'm real scared of that dog. Oh man.
3: Well, I like the part um oh, when. Oh, so I like, oh, that's alright. I want of, to hear what Eliana's got to say too. Oh you. my gosh. Okay, that's, so I was going to stop. What was that like, microphone? You keep it like that. i uh, getting dizzy. It was. <laughs> it was like kind of funny when you was know, saying like, you know, even the most like brightest creators can get really bored. You know, I don't want to talk about this anymore because he is a great, like, he's a he's one of the best in the Benetti team. That so, guy? Wait, wait, wait. Say, You're
6: talking about Geo, right? Yeah. That guy that just kind of like lumps around all the time. <laughs> well. But then
3: he's also kind of funny for the show. And yeah, he's that's a goofball, right?
6: I guess so. So he's one of
3: the funniest. And so. Yeah, he's a, he's a nut. And so, which is kind of funny for him to say, like, right. you know, even the most like creators, even like even right. the most like even the best creators, like you me. Can, yeah can get really boring. Right. You know, I don't want to even talk about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm, really I, bored. I was um, kind of worried.
6: I thought he was just going to fall asleep on the stage. That's not good. They say yeah. in show business school, don't fall asleep on the stage. Yeah, that's very enough. Like, first day, that's what they tell you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad but you like guys woke to up.
3: Don't fall asleep on the stage. Right. Whatever you do, you could um throw ice cream. You could throw spaghetti. You could throw Hey, have yeah. You could hey, turn out the hey. lights. You could really do
6: anything. Just right. don't fall asleep on the stage. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. Well, man, and Eliana, you had a, another fun thing that you wanted to talk about.
3: Um, I liked it when the professor came out. Not the two young professors, but first.
6: Although professors, they were remarkably charming yeah, no? and lovely, <laughs> I loved them. Yeah, mm-hmm. telling
3: all about the <laughs> boredom goblins. Right.
6: Yeah, but when the but, Ashley Jimmy yeah,
4: came
3: the out. Yeah. Yeah,
4: that, that was funny. She's very neat. Yeah. yeah. Well uh, I like Stella.
0: Oh man. The interview continues, you guys, and Blue and the kids, they go they they get pretty deep into the show. It's pretty spectacular. But um there's something that uh just started playing and I'm not sure if you guys can hear it, but it 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 there it is. Man. And as soon as I hear that, I know that my time is limited. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of this episode of Benedettiville Small Town Adventures. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you again next week right here on KPCA 103.3 FM, streaming live on the net at kpca.fm. And then every Wednesday, sometimes Thursday, it goes up as a podcast. And that's a podcast you can find at Benedettiville.com or on SoundCloud or iTunes or wherever you like uh, podcasts. Benedettiville is Geo, Jen, Stella, and Emmeline Benedetti and all the stories and silliness in this episode were co-created by Benedetti Benedettiville and the music you heard was by Benedettiville and the wonderful and amazing Mike Furman. Big thanks, as always, to Rob, Jared, and John down here at the studio for making sure that we can actually do this. Thanks to Fenwick's Magic Emporium and to the Ash Legion, and a huge thanks to the Mystic Theater, Dominic Del Bene, and Blonde Medicine for the ability to do that show yesterday. We had so much fun. Thanks to all you guys that came out, and Marty Schwartz, the amazing and wonderful Marty Schwartz, for coming in and saying hey and talking to Rocco. That's always a treat. Uh, he'll be at the Phoenix Jam this afternoon. Go on down, play some music, you guys. You can drop us a line anytime. Mail at BenedettiVille.com. We've got a P.O. Box, 336 at the Mail Depot here in Petaluma. That's 336 on 44th Street in Petaluma, California. We'd love to
4: hear from you. We can't wait for next week. See you guys soon. Take care.